You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White and today we're talking about how to maximise your conference spend. And if you're attending the Hakanza Conference for Health and Wellness Coaches in August this year or any other conference for that matter, how can you make sure that you're getting the most out of your investment in that conference? Today I'm going to share some tips and tricks to help you maximise your return on investment at any conference you attend so that you don't just show up and attend and get information, you're also leveraging that time and implementing what you learn. There are four key things that I want to talk to you about today so that you really get the most out of any conference you go to. Some of the backstory for this episode is that through my life as a business owner and a team manager, I've had plenty of staff go to conferences and I've been to many myself where they really enjoy the time, they learn a lot and then they come back to work and it all gets forgotten. I'm sure you've been there yourself and you know what that's like. And I've done the same thing too. At some point I realised that if you're going to go to a conference and it's going to cost you a few hundred dollars or a few thousand dollars, you might as well make it worth your while. And as soon as I went into business coaching as a profession, I started to bring in these principles with the clients I was working with because I knew that they were starting up their businesses, going to conferences to network and meet people, but weren't necessarily getting leverage and opportunities out of those conferences. So today's episode covers some tips to help you do that. And I guess the principle is that you're really being more mindful and intentional about how you spend your time there. The first tip I've got for you is to identify your goal for attending. For example, if you're attending a conference like the Hercanza conference, there will be a lot going on over the few days of that conference. And it can be really immersive, but also really overwhelming. And I feel that it's important before you go to identify what you want to get out of that conference, because when you're in it, you'll be totally immersed and engrossed, perhaps even overwhelmed with all of the stuff. And it will be hard to come up with something on the spot. For example, perhaps your goal in attending a coming conference is to learn specific things or be across cutting edge industry updates. In either case, there might be certain presentations that you're particularly interested in or specific course providers that you specifically want to talk to or certain people that you really want to meet there. In that sense, you can look at the program for the conference and work those things out in advance so that you have clear goals around learning and connection. But what if your goal is more around something else like networking and building collaborative networks? Dig a little deeper and think about more specifically what you would like to get from that networking. Perhaps you're thinking about building a community. Maybe you're thinking about finding a collaborative partner that you would deliver services with or cross-refer. Or maybe it is about who to refer clients to if someone's not in your niche or scope. Be really clear about the specific angle of networking if that's one of your goals. If you're introverted, your goal might simply to be to talk to a certain number of people over the course of the conference. For example, over the two-day conference, my goal is to speak to 10 people that I don't know. 
rather than be stuck in the corner only speaking to people that I do know. What I'm getting at is that your goal for the conference could be completely different from somebody else's and that's okay, but being clear on it up front is really helpful. There might be a lot of different reasons for attending a conference and these are just some of the goals that you might like to think about. Right now, I invite you to reflect on what you want to get out of the next conference that you're attending and write down one or two main goals. I would suggest not having any more than two because then your attention is going to be diluted. Pick one or two goals to focus on in that short period of time. The second point is to identify key learnings. I don't know about you, but when I go to a conference, I get so caught up in the energy and the interactions and I find myself running on adrenaline and floating around the room with excitement. And then I'm exhausted at the end of the day and got nothing left. Or maybe you're someone that goes and finds yourself really immersed in the learning and the speakers, or perhaps even overwhelmed with sensory overload. All of the lollies on the table and the endless glasses of water or coffee, all of the great speakers, there's so much going on. And this is why reflection is so important during the conference, because it allows you to ground yourself and put yourself back into the value of the conference for you personally. Short periods of reflection during a conference are so valuable because they help you to identify the key learnings along the way and for you to write those down very specifically and clearly. And they all, that those blocks of time allow you to think about how you might follow up, use or implement those learnings. Here's an example. Let's say you go to the Hakanza conference in August and there's a presentation and a speaker that you really love. Reflect on that session immediately afterwards and use the conference notepad to outline a few key insights or learnings and how you might apply them. And also when you will do that thinking work. In other words, schedule that into your diary. Or similarly, if you've been to a conference or you're going to a conference and you meet someone that you'd like to connect with again, think about why you want to connect with them. What's the reason for reconnecting? So that you have a really clear agenda and then book the time with them during the conference. So let's say that you meet someone and you think, gee, I'd love to talk to them further about, hmm, we've got some synergies. I wonder if we could collaborate on something. Then swap numbers, schedule a time in your phone or on a piece of paper with them that you can meet on Zoom or phone or whatever it is to talk about that specific thing. Being really clear in the moment is important because you might forget all about it two days or three days later. So that's really important to do that while you're at the conference to ground yourself and remind yourself of why you're there so that you can meet the goals that you set before you attended. The actual outcome that you're looking for in doing all of this is to squeeze in as much as you can and get the most out of your time there and maximize the opportunities that present to make it worth your while. So that's why you're at the conference, those little breaks to reflect, write down key learnings and schedule next actions. The third step is following up and following through. Now these are two different things. Following up is doing the things you said you'd do with those people 
and following through is making sure they get done. And the reason this is important is because it's so easy to avoid doing the things that seemed exciting in the moment, but following up and following through might be a bit of a pain. You're busy, you're doing other things, you don't like scheduling that much, but they're actually two really important parts of realising the return on your conference investment. Following up with people can be the easier bit, especially if you've already identified the agenda for the meeting. So you've met them, you've gotten excited with them, you've set a date. Following up with them is probably the easier part. Following through with tasks can be the harder bit. Sometimes they seem unimportant, not as urgent, less exciting as other things, and they get pushed to the back. For example, let's say you've identified a great training course that would really help you to build your skills in a particular area or there's further reading on a topic that you know would really help the clients that you're working with, but you feel too busy right now. I recommend that you inquire about that course or schedule a time for further reading anyway, because that at least gets the ball rolling. Scheduling those non-urgent activities is a really important part of following through because it allows you to continue to grow professionally. And it's all about being accountable to yourself that is such an important skill that builds your confidence, self-belief and efficacy. So following through with the tasks that are important but not urgent is really critical, just as critical as following up with the people that you meet. When you do those two things, you're really maximising the learnings from the conference and the opportunities you have to connect and build networks. A final and fourth point is to do a deeper reflection on your vision. This is separate to following up and following through. It's thinking about your bigger picture. I like to do this because it's where the magic of personal profession and professional growth comes from. Reflecting on your vision helps you to stress test it and see if it's still current and going in the right direction. I like to go to a conference and then think about what I learned overall, what that means to me or my business and how I'm going to tangibly implement those insights. The more specific you are, the better and scheduling in any next actions, make sure that they get done. Here's an example. If it sounds a little bit ethereal, I'll try and give you something a bit tangible and concrete. Recently, I went to the Workplace Wellbeing Festival in Sydney. And I learned some really important trends about the niche sector that I'd like to connect with, with my new business. So I've scheduled time to reflect on those key learnings to consider how they impact my business and then define any actions that I need to take or messaging that I need to develop to capitalize on those trends. Part of that for me has been scheduling meetings with people in the team so that we can discuss what we learned and brainstorm some of the messaging or actions that we'll take. Your reflections might be different to that though. You might discover a new area of science, for example, that you'd like to learn about and how that might impact your clients and think about how you'd implement that in your business and in programs and how you talk about it in marketing. The point is that you do the reflection at the very big picture level so that you can align and refine your vision Sometimes you start doing things that will take you in a different direction than what you originally thought. So doing that work is so important. Let's sum up what we've discussed today. 
Conferences are a great opportunity to connect, to build community and to learn. But as we all know, information can have a profound impact on your business and life if you implement it and only if you implement it. So if you want to maximise your investment in a conference, I covered a few ways that you can milk all over you can out of attending so that you achieve personal growth and professional growth. I guess the key points in today's episode were about being very intentional, making plans and goals, grounding yourself with reflection during the conference, following up and following through, and reviewing your vision. It's a really tactical way to get the most you can out of your conference spend so that the return on investment is massive and growth producing. I hope this has been a useful episode for you and I hope that my own process and insights have been helpful and something that you can do yourself. I'd love to know which event you're going to next and which of these points you'll use first. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next time. Bye for now.